A better class of radio station. All Flavors Radio. Hitting you with the best music on All Flavors Radio. If you like what you're hearing, spread, spread the, the word. word. And now, here's another one. Keep showing up. If no one invests in you, invest in yourself. If no one believes in you, believe in yourself. Even if you don't see the results right away, keep showing up until you do see the results. Even if you don't see the results for a very, very long time, keep showing up. What if the results don't come? They're not going to come if you quit. Keep showing up. I'm tired. Keep showing up. I don't feel like it. Keep showing up. I can't see any results. Keep showing up. I don't know where to start. Just start. Do something. Take that first step. Every step you take adds up. And sooner or later, you'll look back and see that you're at the top of the staircase. It doesn't matter if you can't see the top from where you are. Just know that if you keep climbing, if you keep learning how you can get to the next level, you will soon be exactly where you need to be. If you quit, if you never start climbing, if you never take that first step, you'll never get there and you'll forever live in regret. People don't make it because they quit. Full stop. They say they tried everything. Sure, they tried everything. They tried everything but sticking it out. They tried everything but courage to keep going. They tried everything but showing heart when things got hard. They did try quitting. Winners do not quit. They show up. Rain, hell, or shine. They show up when it works, when it's hard. They show up every single damn time. And that, that right there is the difference. Keep showing up. Rain, hell, or shine. Success is mine. Hard or easy, slow or long. Success is mine. Feel like it, don't feel like it. Success is mine. Failure, setbacks, naysayers. Success is mine.
pleasant good evening to you all here on allflavorsradio.com. I am Wimbo77. And I am not naturally Lily. <laughs> good evening, Kenny. Good How evening, you doing? Wimbo. I am absolutely chipper. Chipper? I'm chipper. What does that mean? That's, that is, is that new word of the day or something, is it? That's my word of the day, chipper. It just, it just means I'm, I'm feeling quite good. I, I, I went gym for 45 minutes, then uh, obviously, sadly, my, my daughter was, became slightly unwell. Mm-hmm. So I've kind of been thrown in at the deep end, but uh, the deep end is where you learn to swim sometimes. Or sink. No, swim, <laughs> swim. I'm, 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 I'm taking it in the positive. It's got to yes, be the positive. So, always. It's just nice to be here, to sit in the warm the seat. I guess it's, been, it's been warmed for you, hasn't yes, it? Yes, it has. It has. <laughs> I have big, shoe, well, smaller shoes than mine to fill. Okay. Oh well, that's that's okay then. That means you've got lots to spare then, right? I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. I let the listeners decide that. How are you all out there in all flavors land? Lovely to have you on board. Welcome, and we will be giving you all a shout very shortly. Um, we have a lot to be getting on with tonight. There's different scenarios, as you can see. Um, or should we let you know that what the scenarios are? First of is the question is why do women always have to be the responsible ones when it comes to their safety? Now that might sound like a strange question, right, Kenny? No, not really. When you think about what, uh, well, there's a massive case at the moment yeah. in the news um, where a police officer um, was found guilty. Yeah, so we'll be touching on that a bit later just to, to see exactly when it comes to that question, why do women always have to be the responsible ones when it comes to their safety? Uh, we'll look at that. That's, so that's one question out there for you listeners, as well as this scenario. The scenario is a woman says that if her daughter is not pretty with curly hair, light skin, green eyes, and has to grow up having a big booty with a slim waist, she states that if she's none of these things, she will put her in foster care. What are your thoughts on that matter? as well so really swiftly moving on then um kjb kenny um but first off shouting out dj mp and um dj slim for great shows last night as well as the djs over the start end always doing amazing things here on the station or flavorsradio.com and um yeah if you're out there we are still looking for djs be- Although we have filled quite a few spots with new DJs, which is really great. Oh, excellent, excellent. Yeah. Um, all the DJs do a fabulous job. Um, mm. Big them all up. Yes. Um, Friday evening, I'm sure we'll, we'll mention mention them as we go yes, along. Yes, we will. And, and big up to the new ones as well. Yeah, and also just a, a big high five. Um, George Flavors brings it every time. And what's lovely is it's the sixth Earth Strong, the sixth birthday of the station so they've been going for six years now and got really going from strength to tr- strength so we really want to thank all of the listeners for your continued support um, of the station and we can only go from strength mm. to strength really isn't it that's true well we think about right listeners you don't have a show mm. you don't have a, a radio station you don't have a platform yes to to allow yourself to bring these to bring the music, but also bring these topical discussions as well. So they have to give themselves a massive clap. 
well done plug. well done all the djs all the presenters past present future on the station and we can only become as great as we are as a collective right so national today's national day kjb yeah it's a national get funky day which i had no idea <laughs> What you'd have to kind of enlighten me a little bit on what actually National Great Funky Day is. So National Get Funky Day, yeah. When I saw it, I was quite impressed um, as regards to it. This, this everything's going off crazy in here, and um, really National Get Funky Day is finding your groove and getting funky on October the fifth, twenty twenty one. So for National Get Funky Day, turn up the energy, improve the mood, smile, laugh, dance, share the enthusiasm everywhere you go and I'm going to say this to you this morning I had a little bit of a meltdown at, at school I I really come out from my not my comfort zone but I was a bit vulnerable why uh, it was just it just so happened to be that way so okay um, but I feel I felt a lot more refreshed by the end of the day and was able to go in although there were certain things out of place. I, I went in and, um, you know, I wasn't meant to be in my class the afternoon, but certain things happened. So I was in there and we had a great afternoon and, um, yeah, feeling a lot, lot more funkier, should I say. And now here on All Flavours with yourself, we're going to, we're going to funk it up tonight, right? Unless, uh, why not? Why not? Yes, but we're wishing Lily, naturally Lily, we wish you well and yes. we look forward to having yes. you back with us yes. very, very soon. Yes. So, yeah, she's about sharing our enthusiasm everywhere we go. Yeah, it says the day encourages everyone to break out of their funky, uh, break out of their funk, so the gloominess and maybe we're not been feeling great, and get funky. So when we add a little spice to our everyday routine, it keeps life interesting. Watch your interactions between customers, co-workers and loved ones improve. Funkiness is infectious. National Get Funky Day invites you to celebrate, spread love, life, love, laughter and light. Mm. And it's interesting because when you think about the year and a half, I'm not going to go into it, mm. but I'm just going to highlight just, just briefly the year and a half we've had. This, this is a perfect tonic, really, yeah. a perfect tonic. So if you, you know, why not celebrate, come out your comfort zone. Yeah, and get funky. Hashtag National Get Funky Day. So it was founded um, by people that wanted to break free from their comfort zones. And, you know, sometimes we do get stuck, don't we? We get stuck inside of our comfort zones and find it very, very hard to change. And it's quite funny because our word of the day links to the actual National Day. Mm -hmm. It's true because when we think about it, not too long ago, we were we were had to stay in our bubbles. Yeah, everything was a bubble. Mm. Certain people had to be in a bubble. You couldn't be in that bubble. You had to be in this bubble. Yeah, you couldn't go outside a certain area because you had to stay in a bubble. Mm. So this is refreshing, so refreshing. It's so opposite. Mm. So opposite. And it says when people get funky, they get happy, they have fun, mm. and the world becomes a more positive place. Since so this day evolved from the incredible way the community community happily come together to help complete strangers in the aftermath of hurricane matthew and it says to register at national day proclaim national get funky day to be observed 
annually the beginning of 2017. So I don't know um, when uh, Hurricane Matthew happened, but obviously it says that this Get Funky Day became an annual observation since 2017. So what does it? What does the word funky actually mean, Kenny? Okay, um, yeah, funky has developed several different meanings since the late 16th century. Mm. Funky often refers to a strong odor. Yeah, <laughs> I won't go into that. <laughs> Cheesy, it says here. Yeah. Um, have a, a funky smell or a strange smell. Sometimes that smell can be good, mm. or it can be really pungent, bad. Yeah. For example. So funky also involved as a, is involved as a term used in a world of music, especially jazz. jazz. You know, jazz funk. Funk, yeah. yeah. And that funk, that funk within jazz funk mm. was directed at that smell. But it was like, you know, uh, after people sort of copulated, there's a, a smell in the air. And they said, get funky. That's that's what it was actually linked to. And that's where the funk was born when it came to music. Just that smell in the air after, you know, certain interactions mm. have been made. And that's why that, that funk was kind of born. And it was funny because we spoke about Miles Davis last year, uh, last week. And he highlighted about uh, the different forms of music that he he created. And funk was one of those those um, styles of music so yeah so funk's associated with style attitude or sound so mm. what is the difference between being in groove being in a groove and being in a rut well if you think about a groove and a rut describes a similar thing mm. uh, a worn depression or track they but they do mean opposites yeah um if you're in a groove you're moving in the right direction yeah. enjoying life have a favorite routine you're loving life. Yeah. But if you're in a rut, it's a, you're kind of a stuck, like a record. Yeah, you know, and it goes in a loop thinking, and yeah. it goes around and it doesn't move off that, that particular groove, that loop. Yeah. It's a particular routine that you've developed and it just continues. Yes. No change. No a, variation. That's a really good analogy because I was thinking of like vinyl. Back in the day, we used to have these records called vinyl. And I'm sure um, some, some of you listeners can relate to this. And... Yeah, so when it was in smoothly going forwards because you'd put a needle on the, the vinyl and then the record would play, but sometimes it would it would just get stuck. So when they say that term, stuck in a rut, isn't it? So it would just go, it would just get stuck and not move forward. And maybe sometimes that's where we can get stuck in our funk. Start, so we're, we're, we're just kind of stagnant and can't progress and move forwards. Maybe we're feeling bad. Maybe we've not had a good day. It could be a number of things that can make us feel low and stuck in a rut. But really, by that, the uh, getting out of our funk, because we've heard that terminology as well, haven't we? Get Oh, get out of your funk or, you know, just fix up or whatever. It means that we come out of that rut and try and, again, make that progress forward, right? What do you say? I totally agree with that. So... Um, like the, the the National Day says, get mm. something colourful at the wardrobe, put on something funky, a bit of music. I don't yeah. know what whatever helps you get out of that rut. Yeah, just just go for it, and then, and just try and keep it going. Keep build going. a momentum. Yes, don't get stuck. Build a momentum. Go mm. forward. And that's what it's all about: moving forward, making that progress ahead, 
And I mean, it's, I, I really like this day, um, KJB, uh, you know, National Get Funky Day. So really, we have a few, well, depending on where we are in the world, because we know we have worldwide listeners as well. Make it your aim today to get funky, which means being positive, having fun and yeah, just spreading the love, spreading the laughter and the light and the life. Yeah. Yep. And um, it'd be nice to, you know, maybe maybe if you want to put something in the comments, maybe you got a shirt or a dress, <laughs> something funky. Yeah. Let's see it. Uh, Let's see it. I wore all black today, sadly. That's not like me, really, is it? You know what? It's it's not the outside, it's the inside that counts. That's Inside true. is the funky bit. The outside very, very true. will come. Don't worry. But it, it's nice to... You, sometimes your character is shown through your clothes yes your as dress well. your dress isn't it yes definitely so get funky do, do, do. okay so national get funky day we'll see y'all on or should we just continue with the the the, the history because it's not we've not really done history per se it, it's it's actually an an art guy called michael ohajuru and he's a fellow of the Institute of Commonwealth Studies and holds an honours degree. Now we know that it is that it is uh, Black History Month, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, with it being Black History Month, we, you know, there's various different things that are going on, aren't there? Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm not sure. But yeah, there's, I know there's definitely, you know, in the, I kind of talk about, obviously, there's different borough-wide things for yeah. different boroughs. I know Haringey are going to be putting on things. I know my uh, trust has mm. has something going on. They have an evening and they, they raise awareness of black history. But yeah, there's, there, there should be something going on. Definitely. Yeah. And there, we know that... There are things going on. We know that the, the subject for Black History Month this year is I'm Proud to Be. And on the... It's the lbhf.gov.uk website. It shows quite a few activities, certain things that are actually going on. So race equality and black history, history, cultural events that will be taking place um, during Black History Month throughout the the whole of October. Because we know that we celebrate Black History Month in October in the UK. It's celebrated in February in the United States of America. So we've missed the rise and fall of Black Wall Street. Okay. Yeah, we've missed that. However, this art and reparations by this Michael Ohajuru, uh, he's like we said, he's a fellow of the Institute of Commonwealth Studies and holds an honours degree in physics and art history. So he has something on um, tomorrow, uh, all about art, art rep- reparations. And um, the session focuses on how Black Lives Matter movement has impacted, uh, enlivened and refocused the debate on repatriating stolen sacred uh, African treasures that are on display at the V&A Museum, British Museum, the Wallace Collection and other venues in America and in the Far East. So all those ones that have all of the artefacts that have been stolen about repatriating and taking them back to where they belong. How do you feel about all that stuff there, Ken? Well, I've never really heard, uh, to be honest, I haven't heard about this particular gentleman, but definitely um, I'm I'm not an art historian. Mm. 
Yeah. But but I know I'm sure there are artifacts that have are in European Possession. institutions, yeah. museums, mm. which really and truly belong to back to the people or the country where where it originally came from. Yeah. So I think it's it was very good to highlight whether whether we'll be able to actually that will actually happen is another matter. But it's it's good to be aware. Yeah. Of our own history regarding uh, our cultural um, archives, mm. our artifacts, artifacts, all those things is good for us to be aware. Yeah. Um, of all these things. So if you can get along to that. Mm. And I, I know that we did mention, I think it was, there was some artifacts that had been stolen from, was it Benin, I think it was, and that, that they were planning on sending those back. So we have covered a topic, but it's nice to know that they're going to be doing it on a much broader mm. way. So this Mike Michael Ahajuru, he has always presenting something on the 7th it's arts art and re- reparations because I know we've spoken on reparations on the show however this is art reparations and should they be returned what do you think do you think they should be returned well why should why not why should yeah. it not be returned because at the end of the day we should be able to enjoy these artifacts whether mm. they belong we're not sure what country we're talking about obviously you'd have to go and 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 here is this course to find out where these yeah. artifacts need to go back to. Yeah. But it'd be interesting to see whether there's some that need to go back back here that, that are British black artifacts. We, we're not sure about uh, that. Uh, Maybe not. I'm not sure. I think they're more talking about things that were plundered from the lands. Okay. Where, okay. where things were taken. I don't know mm. what British artifacts would be here. I'm not too sure, but then I guess there were Moors here. There, there were was a black presence here as well. So, um, but I think they're talking more of all the gold. You know, look at wow. Tutankhamun. Tutankhamun, yeah, I understand. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah, been yeah. looking a lot. I've been looking, or oh, something has drawn me to, to Egypt, Egyptian mm. way of mm. life, and the way they went into those tombs. And took all the artifacts out. It's like someone going and into someone's burial ground mm, mm. and taking everything out. I think it is actually, it's a sacrilege. Is the right word to use? I don't think it's right for them to go, and and a lot of the tombs were looted as well. Mm, all mm. the gold, all the, the the stuff that was there, that these Egyptologists, Egyptology, yeah, that that they've gone in. And they've taken these things out and put them in museums mm. when that was someone's burial ground, mm. for instance. Mm. That's just one example of this art reparation. Mm. They need to mm. put those things back and people shouldn't be walking through where someone was buried. You know, so I know sometimes we might go through a graveyard, for, in, for instance, mm-hmm. Yeah? Mm-hmm. and you'll look at, look at the tombstones, but you don't go digging them up. And digging up all the jewels and stuff that they they're probably wearing stuff, do you? No, you don't. But you got to think about it. They, it as far as they're concerned, they yeah. they're doing it for the good of individuals, so they can take they? them out. So we can actually see in in their eyes, they we can go pay, see mm. these artifacts, um, see artifacts that we would normally never see because they are buried, because that's where they should be. Yeah. Um, so there has been an opportunity for us to see these artefacts. So maybe the, it's the time now 
is is to take them back. Right. Okay. Is to take and bring them back. Yeah. So I think we're we're a bit on the not not balanced there in the sense of I, I totally understand what you're talking about. It I guess it is something amazing to see. But would you want someone in the years to come going and digging up your grave? And that's just one example. If if if, if, if I think what they were doing would benefit me educationally, right. visually, to help me understand my history, my heritage. Um, normally these things, as I said, if they had not been, I'm not saying they shouldn't have been plundered. I'm not right. trying to say dig them up and not bring them back. Yeah. But it gives it gives, gives individuals an opportunity to understand what civilizations were, well, were I, there. So and, and, and and what how much um adv- how advanced they were and how amazing they were and how amazing we could be so looking you, at that have you tapped into any of that yeah um, i've i've have. been to british yeah i've been to british okay. I've, I've been to british I've, I've seen artifacts i've seen things that if you know i would not have been able to see Okay. Unless I go to the music yeah. museum, yeah. I couldn't get a shovel and say, "All right, I'm going to go off to Egypt. And I'm going to dig. I want to have a look at my ancestry. So I'm going to dig this up and I'm going to have a look. I, it's it's impossible. Mm. There's no way we could do that. So I'm not I'm not saying it was right. Yeah. But at least it gives us the opportunity to to connect. Okay. Fair enough. With with what has gone before us. Yeah. And and to take some of that and bring it forward. Okay. Do, do, do you know what I mean? I do, I do understand what you're and, saying. In that sense, yeah. that's what I mean. Michael, uh, this um, fellow Michael, he's, he is an art blogger and he specialises in black African pro- presence in Renaissance Europe, in particular, the black Magnus in adoration images from the period. That's the Renaissance, Renaissance periods. And he regularly writes on these matters and also speaks on these theme, those themes at the Victorian Albert Museum, where his work is referenced, and the British Library and other institutions. So what's um, said about this page, I will post it in the chat box. So come and join us in the chat room. Um, however, there, there doesn't seem to be where you can tap into the actual... Where, where it's taking place, which is a bit strange. Maybe it's somewhere else on the on the website but there's also this history of black classical music that's taking place on Monday the 11th of October so there's a lot of great things going on for Black History Month yeah performance of classical music written by historical black composers that's next week as well so we'll highlight some of those uh, further on um in the week and um just tap into it. What are you doing for Black History Month? Let us know. 07895 134 713. That's 07895 134 713. We'll see y'all in five. Stay there. We'll be back after Born this. Born into slavery, Frederick Douglass escaped and became a friend of Abraham Lincoln. He helped persuade the president to champion the cause of emancipation in the Civil War and was the first African-American citizen appointed to high ranks in the United States government. Celebrate his legacy and learn more about black history. Guys, my daughter just blew my mind. Tell them anything about trade disputes. CARICOM got it right when they made the Central Dispute Resolution body. You'll hear that? Tell them why. 
Individuals who are negatively affected as a result of trade and economic agreements have access to a proper settlement process. How did she know that? Anyone can get in and stay in the know. Download the Loop app today. Don't miss the Flying Fish on Cuckoo Barbados Music Fortnight from the 3rd of June to the 12th of June 2022. Staying at Yellowbird and South Gap Hotels in St. Lawrence Gap on the south coast of Barbados with daily theme parties, the welcome party with free rum punch, the Lovers Rock concert and party, the dressing white catamaran party, the swimwear or short speech party, comedy in the boatyard, a moonlight party, the Bajan Bar a carnival night in the gap the oysters fish fry and grill party night the international artist night and the midnight to morning farewell to barbados party oh and each night there's going to be a last man standing rave at the fleurs bridgetown early bird tickets start at just 999 pounds based on a minimum of two people sharing secure your place now with a 99 pounds deposit followed by nine equal payments of 100 pounds this includes hotel and entertainment wristbands for more details call 0877 we are only for prizes that's for my thing. So make you fluent, take you will be a spin. All you do a look for the text, they come in and then you click, 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 paneling for your win. Spice it up, activate, add it up, elevate, pin it up, let's go. Win it up with flow. Join your mobile phone to your home or add land to your flow phone. Spice up your summer with flow. Wind tablets, smartwatches, mobile plans, Google Home Minis, and more. Just add your mobile to your home internet or activate any Friday or higher unlimited data plan to win. Allflavorsradio.com, the number one radio station on the net, reaching 179 countries in the world with the best variety of music. You're listening to the best station where the music never stops. Hello to the chatroom crew. Shout out the tuning crew. Shout out the worldwide crew. You WhatsApp crew. And all you silent listeners out there. How are you doing in the chatroom, guys? Big high five to George Flavors. Chanel Taylor, how are you doing? How was your day? And a big high five to you, Chrissy. 
also shouting out Gal Gal. Did you have a good day too? And Joy McKay, Mumra, how you doing? Also binging up Mark Philogene. Great job last night. You can catch Mark Philogene from 6 to 8 on a Monday and from 4 to 6 on a Sunday. He's saying hi to Norbert in Castries. How you doing, Norbert? Oh gosh, not nice to hear that, um, Chanel. I hope that you're okay. My day was okay, thank you very much. Give a big shout out to Sonia. How you doing, Sam? Who showed up, Janet? Janet Grant, how are you, Janet? The sounds of Jennifer Hudson, back to back. Carlo, you're D. Naturally, Lily, hope you're feeling better. Duane, Jayla, and Janae. I'm saying hi to guest 287. Guest 46. Guest 609. And guest 964. Also saying hi to Marja, Kanisha, Lisa, Anaya, and Tai Tai. And how you doing, John John? Lovely to see you, Janet Grant. And family is beautiful. Great to have you on board. Shout out to DJ Slim. You can catch DJ Slim on a, a Monday from 8 till 10. And on a Thursday from 6 till 8. Not for 
forgetting DJ Laro, you can catch DJ Laro this evening from 8 till 10, as well as on a Friday from 10 till 12, and on a Sunday from 12 till 2. Sounds of Jennifer Hudson there. No one's gonna love you. Oh, she's she's an amazing singer, don't you think, Kenny? Ah, oh, I love Jennifer Hudson. She's she's playing um, uh, Reefa Franklin, isn't she? Yes. I look forward to that film. I've, it's been advertised for a while, actually. Um, I think it has. I think it's just. I think it's just hit the cinemas. Okay, so it is out now. Yeah, so I think it's out now. Um, yeah. Maybe we should, uh, when's the last time we went to the cinema? They say the cinema is dying. That is the next thing. Um, it was going down um, from when Netflix kind of come along because more of the home entertainment mm. kind of thing. And did you know, one fact that I read a while ago was that one of the jobs that will be eliminated is that of actors and actresses. Wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, because obviously... You've got to pay them quite a lot. AI. But AI um, technology and with robotics and all that stuff coming in, that might be one vocation mm-hmm. that will disappear. When was the last time I went to cinema? I think it was Yardy, isn't it? Yardy, that was a while ago, wasn't it? What, four four years ago, maybe? Longer than that. I always fall asleep at the cinema, though. No, not that. It was a good film. That was a good film. That was uh, Idris Elba. He was a director. Yes. Very, very good film. We had bucket seats. Yeah, it was it was, it was, it was a nice experience. It was, yes, I, I liked it. I liked it. Definitely a nice experience um, going to the cinema. It wasn't cheap, but it was beautiful. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, it is. You got to not take a second mortgage out, but <laughs> almost, almost. So the, a friend of mine, she went to one in Piccadilly, I think it was, and then they're all on little boats. It's called the Boat Cinema or something like that. What? There's water. There's water, and you watch it. What, sitting like in the water? In sitting in the water, you're floating in like the a little pod. Oh, why would you think of something <laughs> like that? I'm just asking if you would. <laughs> what if you, you get comfortable and you just suddenly would need to go? Who who wants to get up and go during a film anyway? You never know. No. Well, yeah, it's true. You never know, but... <laughs> Anyway, yes. I don't know how we got from that, from Jennifer Hudson to. I don't know. You know, we'll leave it there. We'll leave it there. We're having a funky day. That's exactly what you took the words right out my mouth. All right. So, intransignant. Intransigent, sorry. Intransigent. Intransigent is the word of the day. And this is in line with what we were speaking about being stuck in a rut. Because the word is an adjective, so it's the naming an attribute of something. Not that this is particularly an an attribute. An attribute because intransigent means that you're characterized by refusal to compromise or to abandon an extreme position or attitude. You're stubborn, basically. That yeah, or you just don't want to change. Stubborn. Yeah. So it says. Um, so so an example is so. We're this incredibly adaptable creature because we have these very plastic brains and our experience imprints itself 
on those brains and we become habituated to things. And that's just the way they are. And this is, Mm. you know, we say, well, it's just how it is. No, yeah, I understand. Basically, I I, I get the impression that (coughs) it's like learnt behaviour. Yeah, yeah. So the more you do something, the more it becomes intrinsic. It's habitual. Yeah. Intransigent. Intrinsic, yeah. yeah. Or the more that we become intransigent, meaning that we don't want to compromise and we don't want to change. Yeah, it's quite an interesting word, that one, Mm. intransigent. Because some of the words that we've... um, used over the past few weeks it's like oh how would i how would i utilize that one however this one is very good because i I find these days there are quite a lot of intransigent people that just like it says that that's just how things are that's what makes me me you know that's just the way we are and no because we can always change right yeah but it goes back to being learned behavior means you're doing the same things every day yeah and and sometimes people are, are comfortable get comfortable in doing the same thing and as soon as you try to change that they mm. become uncomfortable but there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong with that so but say if for instance you're doing the same thing every day but then a friend or someone comes up to you and says Lay, let's go and do such and such Let's let's have a change for for a change, mm, you know. Mm. Let's do something different for a change. Mm. Yet that person will still want to go through that same. I mean, um, the funny thing is, I work with students with autism, so they've got to have that routine. But I don't think that they're intransigent. That's just that is just habitual. And, yeah, because when you change something out their routine, it can throw them right off. Mm. Whereas uh, people that are not in that mindset we you know sometimes change is good go a different route every day go a different route not necessarily going the same route every single day change you might see something new and something that sparks your interest no i agree with you but it's it's i think it's down to you as an individual to Mm. want to change it yeah if if you're intransigent and you're used to doing things a certain way yeah. In your mind, your 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 trail tra- trail of thought is, if this is working, I don't have to change it. Yeah, if it's well, if it's if it's, if it's not, not broken, bro- don't need to fix yeah. it. And you've heard people say that. You've yeah, heard people say that. And they're being intransigent. There you go. Right, intransigent. It's a good example. Yeah, change is good sometimes, you know. And th- it's funny because it comes from the Spanish intransigente, meaning uncompromising. Sometimes we do have to compromise. And yeah, sometimes we don't need to compromise. Sometimes we can just stay the same and that's fine. But what about the times when we do need to compromise? Are we going to be intransigent and say, do you know what? No, I'm doing things my way. And I I again have come up against these things because when you're working amongst different people, we do have to compromise sometimes. And it doesn't always have to go our way in that sense but we 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 meet an equilibrium and then we work together would you agree or disagree with that no i don't think i think it's 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 talking you're talking about alignment two mm. people come into a stage where they can be aligned mm. um but that alignment has to come from both sides you can be you could be ready to be aligned but if the person is not is trans, trans intransigent yeah. and not ready to change you can't link. You can't. You yeah. can't. You know, it's it's the force going against 
mm. unmovable object. Yes, yeah. it it can't work. It, yeah. So it, again, it's it's it is it's 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 how we. How we reflect mm. on on how we think and yeah. how we behave. Yeah, and the the funny thing is, is that say going into some into a new environment, and things are changing. But say it's almost like having a lot of old people, but the the environment has changed. Yet they want to do things the old way, yeah. as well. Mm. They, well. Well, we talked about that. We we discussed yes. that, isn't it? I said, it's, yes. it's, it's, it's a culture. You call, yeah. that, you call that a culture. There's a culture of thinking mm. that needs to change. But that culture of thinking can only be changed over a period of time. It's got to be a slow process. It's got to be very slow. But then, to, sorry darling, I've cut you. No, go, go, go. But then compromise has to be made. Eventually it will be yeah. made. But they have to Initially. see. Yeah, they have to see. They have to, they have to, they have to come along with you. You yeah. can't drag people with you. Yeah. If you if you're trying to change things, you've got to allow them to come at their own pace, mm. and that's the issue. So, how are we out there, listeners? Are we intransigent, not willing to compromise, just staying stuck, like it says there, Uncle? Mar- it's a root um, from the Spanish transgir to compromise. So, intransgir, transgir, means to compromise, but intransigent means that we don't want to. Don't want to compromise, and we really want to keep things as they are. And are we that way? Do we? Do we? Are we compromise? Do we comp- compromise and meet people halfway, or do we want things our own way all the time? And thus, sometimes if we are like that, intransigent, then we're we're not really get, going to get very far in life as well. Being just kind of we're stuck in that rut. You, stuck in the funk, and people will be happy to be stuck in a rut because yeah. it, it, it 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 means that their life is stable in their eyes. It's, yeah. it's, their life is stable. They know what they're doing mm. at any given time. Yeah, and so therefore, there's n- there's there's no shocks coming around the corner. Yeah, there's no bumps. There's no curves. There's no hills. The thing no... is, the thing is, you in you saying that. That's that can be their thought. That's what I'm saying. It's the, it's the, yeah. Because that's what that means. In intransigent means the in, internal. That's yeah. how they're thinking internally. Okay. I'm not saying that's what's happening on the outside. Because externally, yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot, but internally, mm. that's how they see it. Yeah, yeah. And in some cases, we can do just change doesn't need to be made. But mm. in I think in this day and age, especially, that we we all have to kind of reflect and look. And be transgender, transgender, compromising. Mm. You know, not be found in a compromising situation, <laughs> but to, to work work in line with others, yeah. work together mm. in order to for the the better of the future, the better of of a situation. So, how do you feel about that, listeners? How are you feeling? Uh, are you intransigent where you don't compromise at all? Or do you compromise in order to, you know, it's almost like a, the river and there's a big boulder blocking yeah, the flow. Yeah. Uh, you know, do we do we, we unblock the, the flow? <laughs> Are we the boulder? <laughs> or do we allow that to go through and, and allow the flow mm. of the river to, to come through? Well, that's something that we, that hopefully listeners can reflect upon and hopefully they can put, put something in, in the comments. Yeah, yeah. So let us know. Intransigent. I, I really like that word. It's a great word of the day. 
and um, let us know your thoughts as regards to that. And yeah, intransigent, not to compromise, transgender to compromise, and let us know your thoughts on that matter. So in, in given with the um, moving on now, uh, we have an opportunity down at the bottom here. And what it is, it's, it says, please share this everywhere. To Well, this one is more of a petition uh, because what it is, it, they're saying is that um, share it to pub, land, uh, pub landlords, hotels, businesses and anyone else who wants to retain our freedoms that have been fought so hard for by our ancestors. It says there's a document that represents a creep towards taking away every freedom we have and installing digital technology to monitor our every move. I mean, they're doing that already through the phones, okay? Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 definitely. We, we we know, I know there's individuals out there who would agree with you mm. that they, they are monitoring us. <clears throat> there, yeah. is, there is monitoring going on. Um, yeah. Whether we believe it or not, yeah. or agree with it or not, it's happening. That's right. So this is initially, it will just be at venues, you know, like the the pubs and the hotels and businesses however it will expand or expand to trains no trains no travel no restaurants no pubs no cinema no supermarkets and this is culminating in no life okay as we know it without a vax pass a vaccination pass and this is what they're pushing towards it says we'll need a vaccination pass to go everywhere and therefore we'll need to take every jab or every booster they tell us to take. So when they tell you to take it, just to live like Italy, um, Cyprus and Lithuania. So it says this must be resisted at all costs. Our future freedom and the freedom of our children depends on us standing on the front line to say no to this. What this document proposes must never come to pass. Otherwise, everything our ancestors fought and died for will be lost. And that was for our freedom. Okay, not to be forced to to do things that we don't maybe don't agree with. Maybe there's reasons why we can't um, accept these things, and then we're being penalised for it. I, I I agree with you, but I don't think yeah. everybody else may. Some people may not agree with you. Mm. Some people who have had the vaccine may think it's a good thing because then it guarantees that the environment they're going into is safe. Yeah, but you can anyway. We're not going to go into no, speaking just, about the, the vaccine. No, I'm not. I'm just saying. I'm just yeah. going on what what this 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 is saying. I I hear you. I hear what you're saying. Yet it doesn't doesn't prevent you. It's not a prevention, is it? It's not a cure for anything. And that's the point. It says that we are at the precipice. And must fight back by every means available. Ask yourself these simple questions. So listeners, ask yourself these questions. If over 80% of the population are already jabbed and these jabs are so successful, then why on earth will the NHS get overwhelmed? That's the first question to ask. How can that be? Well, I, when you say overwhelmed, yeah. um, at the end of the day, that's the whole point of them bringing the vaccine. It was to to deal and cope with the amount of through put from people coming into hospital but it says 80 percent of the population are already jabbed yet they're saying that the nhs are overwhelmed 
Well, I think I think they're talking about the, the the time of year as well because if you think about it, we're coming into flu, yeah, season, exactly. flu season. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there, there is going to be issues, and there is going to be um, a strain on beds. Mm. But um, I think that would happen anyway. Okay. I think that, like you said, it, it is a vaccine, and the thing is, although eighty percent people are, you know, have a high percentage. High percentage yeah they can still get atypical symptoms that means they can still get it and not have the symptoms yeah. that are out there but they could then theoretically pass it on to someone, pass else, it on to someone else so that that's has, that's that has had the jab and that has the jab so that's where the the nhs that's where they're talking about how the pressure will come possibly okay. obviously with winter pressures as well coming in yeah. that's another that's another issue but you know that's that that's always going to be open to debate. All right, so number it's two then. Open to debate. Number two then, Ken. Since we're playing devil's advocate here, okay. So why would face masks ever need to come back if the jabs have been so successful? Well, I think the face masks are there not necessarily to protect us, but again, it's looking at protecting others. That's how they're coming across with it. Okay. That's why on the, on the, the national networks and underground on buses, mm. they're saying you still got to wear a face mask. I know in, in public sector buildings, you still got to wear a face mask. Mm. If you're a public sector worker and you're going into an individual's home, you still got to wear a face yeah. mask. And again, that's to do with protecting, not necessarily you, but the individuals, you, the individuals you're going to see. Okay, so number three then, why would we? Why would you need to work at home again if the jabs have been so successful? Well, you can't go back. Like we talked earlier yeah. about, about not wanting to change. Being intransigent. Intransigent. Yeah. We've realised that working from home has be, been successful. Yeah, it has. It's been very successful as individuals that, have been more productive because they've been able to have better work-life balance. Mm. So I don't see that change. I think what, and I think I think that's good. That work-life balance, having being, having the option to work from home mm. or to go into the workplace. But number four, why is, why if they as they claimed eighty percent of jab people means herd immunity, would you ever need any of this? Well, eighty percent is just a it's 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 a figure. It's, it's not a figure they're saying that eighty percent of people have been jabbed. Well, eighty percent of people have been jabbed, but we that's a high percentage. That's a high percentage, but are we talking about two jabs, one jab? Mm. It's not very clear. Eighty percent. There are people who have been double jabbed. Yeah. Jabbed. Some people, although have been double jabbed, are being asked to go back for a, um, a top up. <coughs> yeah, booster. A booster. Yeah. Sorry, a booster. So um, I think now, as like I said, because once you've committed to it there's no going back yeah and that's why that that percentage is so high because once you've had one you're gonna you've take to you're gonna up. you're gonna go for the second one yeah so we're not talking about people who have not had it mm. this is 80 percent of people that who has. had it and the reason why it's so high is because they've had one yeah and obviously they've gone for their second one okay so what it says that we must say no at all costs please share this everywhere talk to everyone you know and let them know this spells the end of our freedom if we do not act now. So the government, they are proposing a mandate for certification, a certification and proposal for a mandatory COVID certificate in their plan B scenario. So we're going to put a link in the bio and the deadline is by the 11th of October. So please complete it. It takes five minutes. Um, did you want to say Yeah, something? can I just add, um, yeah. like... 
it's even started already. Cause, yeah. Because if, if a healthcare professional, I don't know if in other boroughs, mm. but I know in, from what I understand from, from, from meetings that we've had, yeah. that if you're going to go into a nursing home, you got to have had yeah. or seem to be had, have a jab. Okay. Okay. So, so that has already, that's already this been is, banded. This is a publication for having a proposal for mandatory COVID certification. Mm. And so we can, we, we still have a say. We, we still have that freedom to act now. But if we leave it, dependent on how we feel about these things, it might be a little bit too late. So really think about it. We're going to put uh, the link in the chat box and please utilise it and go in and see exactly what it's about and then make our choices from there mm. because at the end of the day, this the world is changing and we can't be intransigent, but mm. we need to be keyed in to what we what we are entitled to and knowing what our rights are as individuals, as free individuals, or are we just becoming, again, slaves under a certain yoke that we are unaware of? So in, in, in saying that, yeah, just, just thinking about it, we have posted, I'll post the link into the chat box and just check out the check it out. It is the gov dot website, so it is something. Whenever it, it says gov dot, you know that it is something from the government, and they they are doing these proposals every so often. So check them out, see whether you agree or disagree, make your choices from there, and and yeah, at least we can say that we we done something about it, as opposed to just remain silent. Or didn't even look into, look into the situation. Yeah, because it's important. All, all all choices we make in life are important. Yeah. Whatever decisions we make, good or bad, they have to be decisions. Decisions have to be made. Absolutely. So let's not be intransigent, but let's let's uh, make sure we know where we stand and that we can make the right decisions. We'll see y'all in five. Stay there. We'll be back after Born into slavery, Frederick Douglass escaped and became a friend of Abraham Lincoln. He helped persuade the president to champion the cause of emancipation in the Civil War and was the first African-American citizen appointed to high ranks in the United States government. Celebrate his legacy and learn more about black history. Guys, my daughter just blew my mind. Tell them anything about trade disputes. CARICOM got it right when they made the Central Dispute Resolution body. You'll hear that? Tell them why. Individuals who are negatively affected as a result of trade and economic agreements have access to a proper settlement process. How did she know that? Anyone can get in and stay in the know. Download the Loop app today. Don't miss the Flying Fish on Cuckoo Barbados Music Fortnight from the 3rd of June to the 12th of June 2022. Staying at Yellowbird and South Gap Hotels in St. Lawrence Gap on the south coast of Barbados with daily theme parties, the welcome party with free rum punch, the Lovers Rock concert and party, the dressing white catamaran party, the swimwear or shorts beach party, comedy in the boatyard, a moonlight party, the Bajan Bar Crew. 
Brawl. A carnival night in the Gap. The Oysters Fish Fry and Grill Party Night. The International Artist Night. And the Midnight to Morning Farewell to Barbados Party. Oh, and each night there's going to be a last man standing rave at La Fleur's Bridgetown. Early bird tickets start at just £999. Based on a minimum of two people sharing. Secure your place now with a £99 deposit followed by nine equal payments of £100. This includes hotel and entertainment wristbands. For more details, call 0877 799 455. We are only for prizes, that's all my thing. So make you fluent, take you with your fear spin. All you do, I look for the text, pick on me, and then you click, 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 paneling for your win. Spice it up, activate, add it up, elevate, pin it up, let's go. Win it up, win flow. Join your mobile phone to your home or Spice up your summer with flow, wind tablets, smartwatches, mobile plans, Google Home Minis, and more. Just add your mobile to your home internet or activate any Friday or higher on limited data plan to win. AllFlavorsRadio.com, the number one radio station on the net, reaching 179 countries in the world with the best variety of music. You're listening to the best station, yeah. where the music never stops. When peace give you love. There's nothing in this world that can set you free. Yeah. You feel me? Yo, G. Free. 
Flavors World. How you doing, chat room? How you doing, uh, tuning crew? Sounds of Fantasia featuring Kelly Rowland and Missy Elliott. Charlie Muir on a Wednesday from 7 till 9 as well as Darnell the Therapist from 9 to 11 and also catching DJ Caddy from 10 till 12 on a Thursday and Ninja Man Lloyd from 8 till 10. Don't forget to check out the opportunities in the chat box. Come on, join us in the chat room, guys. Shout out Bev and Lindsay, how you girls doing? Sounds of Kelly Rowland, Missy Elliott, Missy Elliott, should I say, and Fantasia Barino. And that is a song called Without Me. And really highlighting again our question because it's it's 
not beggar's belief, but just what's been going on in the news of late when it comes to women. Why do women always have to be the responsible ones when it comes to their safety? And I saw a mem yesterday, Ken, Mm-hmm. And it said, can I read it to you? Yes, please. It said, women are urged to carry keys between their fingers. Women urged to cover their drinks at all times. Women are urged to not get drunk around men. Women are urged to not walk alone at night. Women are urged to carry pepper spray. Can we please urge men not to sexually assault women? Your thoughts? My thoughts? Wow. <laughs> What can I say? Um, <clears throat> basically, again, there is, unfortunately, there are, there's, there is a dark culture out there within mm. uh, the male population. Yeah. And unfortunately, women are seen not in the right way. Um, it's, it is unfair. As objects. Yes. In, yeah, some, in some cases, not all cases. Not in all cases. And it is unfair that that member has to be put out there. But unfortunately, it needs to be said. Unfortunately, women do need to take precautions because... Mm. Um, There's taking precautions, though, Ken. And yes, I understand uh, all of, I mean, what's been said there. But the last statement is, can we urge men not to sexually assault women? Now, this is on the cusp of the murder of Sarah, Sarah Everand. I know she's been in the news. And this shone the light on the culture of male harassment and violence against women and girls, sparking protests and calls for reform. Now, the killing of Sabina, this new one, um, two weeks ago. Yeah, she was in the park. That's appalled the nation again. Mm-hmm. Two we- Well, um, Sarah Everand was, last year, was it about two years ago? Yeah, she was just walking, again, she was walking home. Mm. She got stopped by the police officer because of, of COVID. Yeah. He arrested her because he, he said that she shouldn't have been out under the, under, under the COVID. Yeah. He, under the guise of COVID, he arrested her, handcuffed her. Um, but that goes deeper. That 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 the reason why it goes deeper is because there's so many red flags regarding yeah. that, and I know it's already it's already been mentioned. Um, and but it's who it was by Kenny. Come yeah, on, but there's there's like the a police. Wanna, sorry, I'm not cutting you. A policeman. Yeah, but that he's a man. He's a man. Take out the police. He's yeah. a man. He's a man. Yeah. And, and and unfortunately, the police is a male-dominated environment. Mm. And some of the behaviour that, that these so-called police men mm. um, display gets laughed off or not taken seriously because it's, it's, it's a man's thing. It's a male mm. thing. It's the male bonded. But some of the behaviour he would have displayed should have raised red flags. And I think it did because he was... What's the word? He was reported... By his fellow, his colleagues, yet it there went, on, it went, there you go. sort of, there you go. they shoved it under the carpet, didn't mm, think about mm, it. Mm. And the thing is, I mean, that's a policeman, but it's happening on a regular, even with this, there was a, a Tanya who was a 12-year-old girl, she said it first happened, she was on a bus in Birmingham, and she noticed that there were two men standing behind her. Now, a lot of these young girls, I've seen them, walking to school and to me they're not really dressed appropriately in the sense I mean we should have that freedom because we was just speaking about freedom freedom in the way that we want to dress freedom in the way that we want to do things but as a young girl or young girls her skirt was quite short okay but but like we just said there 
um, women are urged, let me go back to that mem, women are urged to cover their, well, not cover their drinks, but, yeah, just to wear maybe long, not to show off their bodies, per se, okay? However, this young 12-year-old, she was standing, these guys were standing behind her on a bus, yeah? And she says as she was passing the stairs, she felt one of them push her to the side, and then before she knew it, the other one was taking pictures and videos underneath her skirt. She's only 12, year, 12 years old on a bus, wearing her school uniform. Although I feel that some of the little skirts are a bit short, why should she have to have faced this, this mm. abuse? This abuse. And it's weird because they were other, the bus wasn't empty. Yeah. That's what I noticed from the article. The bus wasn't empty. So there are people, there were people aware of possibly what might have been going on. Mm. But like you said, it's there's a culture out there. Unfortunately, okay. um, just like this police officer, he got reported, but mm. the culture is that his behaviour w- wasn't deemed was just a man. seriously, yeah. serious enough yeah. to get him monitored or or or, or, or take, get, got, got him taken off duty. It, it, it's only when something seriously happens like this that it gets highlighted but it shouldn't take someone's death yeah a woman's death for for these behaviors to be highlighted in the news yeah. it's, it's, it's and the only reason why we know about it is because of of modern technology because <laughs> because these things have been going on for a number of years this is not new mm. but because of the technology we have now it comes at us yeah. Eventually, it does come at us, and it is shocking. It's shocking, but I'm glad it's come out because. That, but can I can I just say mm-hmm. that this is a policeman that's murdered a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, she she was murdered. This young girl Tanya, who was 12 years old, this seems to be a regular occurrence. Now it is it is against the law to take pictures of someone. Yeah, yeah, you know, is, under yeah, uh, their skirt yeah. and stuff like this. Mm-hmm. What what frightens me slightly is the fact that she told her cousin and the cust- her cousin said you know what th- you know what these things happen it's been to that intransigent thought it's a shame that we live in a world like this where things are just that way so therefore yeah, yeah i understand what you're saying because in 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 her mind it's just it's just part and parcel i think she's she's thinking well you weren't hurt you weren't harmed mm. it was just a few pictures taken up your skirt. Harmed. yes that's what i'm saying but obviously the cousin didn't understand that. Well, the school went on to say, and I just said it, that mm. they told her that she should start wearing longer skirts. Well, maybe the skirt was longer when she before she left home. Maybe she rolled it up. <laughs> True. I'm not being disrespectful, yeah, yeah. but but we got we got to look at the bigger picture here. It's yeah. not it's just not a culture of this that's happening. The harassment. Mm. We've got to think about the culture of how young people are dressing. And I'm not saying that they're dressing wrong. Yeah. But. They need to. We need to look at our young young people, especially young girls, and how they're dressing, and see whether. It, I'm not saying it should play a part, but unfortunately, it's it's but, it's, it's 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 part and parcel of, of 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 the bigger picture. But like you said, she might have rolled up her skirt. So the mother bought her something that was appropriate. However, mm. you said she might have rolled up her skirt, but in the case of Tanya, she says eleven years. And a number of other incidents of sexual harassment later. So she went through this for 11 years, Kenny. Yeah, she said she'd had enough. She doesn't want to be told that it's just the way of life. She wants something to change and she's not the only one. 
No, I totally agree with you. There is, there yeah. is, there is, there is. As I said, it's a culture. It talks, it talks about epic epidemic, mm. but I don't think it's an epidemic mm. because an epidemic can come and it can go. It can yeah. be controlled. Yeah. This is a culture. This is something that that consistently. is consistently happening. And because mm. we're only here in a fraction of it, we've heard of two murders yeah. committed. But I know there's a, we, that's just murders. We're not talking about this type of harassment, which is just a quick lift up the skirt pictures. Um, Although, and no, but it's just as bad. It's just as bad. And it's the weird thing is, that's not the first incident I've heard of. Yes. I've read about other incidents. I'm not talking yes. about just, just, just this young... This is just one woman yeah, that's this, gone through yeah, it for 11 years. 11 years. And, yeah. it, and there is, there, there's guys out there that go on the tube, mm. that go on the train, and, and that's what they do. And the th- that's what the f- they do. The fact that I heard of another policeman being arrested for rape charges mm. of another woman today, he mm. was in court. Mm. Mm. It, it, you've got to question what's actually going on. What are your thoughts out there, listeners? Do you feel that this young girl should have worn a longer skirt? Or do you feel that it's just the way that things are, that men can can abuse someone in this way and especially when it comes to the fact of a police person being charged with the murder of this Sarah Everand and his colleagues had warned their superiors about this man yet nothing was done about it what are your thoughts on the matter call in 07895 134 713 that's 07895 134 713 Ken, so there's there like you said there are other reports on this and it it, it says it's an epic epidemic of sexual harassment primarily against girls and women, and it's quite funny because we spoke on a subject of domestic violence within the household during the pandemic, how it did rise against girls and women, and so where where is the change going to come in this regard? What would you say? Well, first of all, the first change has to be within the system. Okay. When I mean the system, I'm talking about um, the policing. Yeah. Because that's what the, if if there's a culture of that in the police force, because mm. they're there to serve and protect. If there's a culture of that there, then that's a ripple effect. Then that's that's basically red flags because that that to means that the society society. Yeah. So it has to start there. There has to be an overall review of yeah. the policy and the way they recruit. And there has to be better background checks. Mm, and I think, um, go on, go like on. it says, that more people need to come forward as well. If they have experienced these issues, that more people need to come forward as regards to letting other people know what, what what's happening to them. Yeah, but they got to feel that they can come forward. Mm. They, got, they don't want to feel like a victim. But they, they are a victim, be, though, they, okay. Yeah, but they don't want to be treated like a victim. Mm. Like... They need the proper support because sometimes when you do come forward, you're not made to feel yes. like you're believed. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the next they, the, issue, isn't it? They, you know, they'll look at you, they'll look at the way you dress, and and they'll think, well, yeah, we understand, but you know, look at the way you're dressed. Yeah, that's what the school said. You should have worn a longer skirt. Yeah, so that cold that culture has to change. If yeah. if if someone comes to you and says, "This is what's happened to me," the first thing you got to do is, okay, we got to believe and support you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you can't look at a person and say, well, yeah, 
uh, well, the way you dress, you're giving them a reputation. And if you've given them a reputation, every time it happens, remember 11 years, yeah. she's possibly been given a reputation of it. Well, I went to there, yeah. they didn't help me. I went to yeah. my family, they didn't help yeah. me. They're just looking at the way I'm So, hey, what the hell? Why should I come forward? So, as I said, there's yeah. a, like I said, we got to look at a bigger picture, a massive bigger picture. We've got to educate our youngsters. Mm, yeah. It's about not just the feet, the young girls, but we've got to educate the young men yes the absolutely young men because Thank it's you. the young men who see young girls yeah and it starts from there yeah it starts from there so it's it's really really i think i think the fathers to fathers maybe again that's the, the organization going in and speaking like you said to the young men and helping them to see how to respect a woman now we know in some cultures that they have no respect for women so what you do in a culture when it when it comes to that where they have no respect for women and the women are, are like the lowest of the low what well, do you do in that case well that's that's unfortunately that's where um that's where high education colleges schools this is where the breeding ground has to be mm. to educate these these young people. Yeah. If they're not getting it from home, and I know it's a lot on on teachers and lecturers, and I understand that because yeah. they've got a lot to do already. Yeah. But at the same time, just like there's got to be reform regarding the police force, mm. and the, it has to be reviewed and, and overhauled. It's, it's got, got to be the same in the education system. Yeah. It has to be. It has to be addressed because yeah. if you don't address it in the places where it could be addressed, mm. the culture will continue. And it's quite funny, even though I work in a special special needs school, they what was highlighted in one of our meetings this week was the fact that we are going to be teaching our students about sexual education. So instead of teaching our kids how to put condom on a banana, because that's basically what they do in a lot of these cases or these these lessons is teaching them how to respect a woman or how to respect your peer as a young woman, young person, because they all, they always focus on the sex, the sexual aspect of it all. Not the emotional Whereas, aspect. Not the emotional and not mm. the fact of where respect should start. Mm, mm. And instead of focusing on the act, it, I, I, me personally feel that they should focus on the implications of taking a picture of someone under their skirt, how it's wrong, and, and, and helping them to see how to respect the female. Mm. And, and I, I totally agree with you because it's not just about how to, how you respect a female, it's mm. understanding why you should respect the female. Yeah. It's education about, around why you sh how you should talk to a female. Mm. It's mm. it's all 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 that, and as I said, it's a, it's it's a massive undertaking because yeah. because it, it takes a village, isn't it? It's Absolutely. like a it's a it's a village, and we are that's what we're talking about. But the village has has to, it has to be unified. It has it to. Has what do you mean be, has to? It means it has to be. That means from 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 young to the to they get to the age mm. where they're out there on their own. It should go all the way through. So yeah. that education has to be consistent throughout. Mm. It doesn't shouldn't start one place and then they go into a different environment and they don't get. It has to be consistent. I don't know how. Doesn't um, it start from the home environment? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Home, in, yeah. Within your yeah. home environment, that the woman is disrespected. They go to school, have those sexual education lessons, saying that the woman's to be respected. 
then it's going to cause a bit of an imbalance within that young person. Well, ra- but yeah, but it's rather to have the imbalance yeah. than no balance at all. Yeah, I guess so. Because then at least the individual, the young per- the young person is least given the choice. Yeah, they can make the decision. They can at least make a decision on yeah. based on facts. Yeah. Not on social media, <laughs> not on imagery, not yeah. on films in 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 cinema, not programs on TV, but mm. on 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 facts. Mm. And it is saying that it is serious violence against women and girls, mm. you know. And the mm. worst cases are, uh, like we saw that Sarah Everand mm. was mm. the murder. Mm. Yeah, so mm. there, it's very, it's it's really we have to try and find a way in order to help people to see that serious serious violence against women and that you know we we have to you know so, so this woman julia james she was killed she was walking her dog in the woods near mm. her home and that was this summer mm. this yeah. what i'm saying there's so many there's so many, so many cases of of this and you know whatever the reasons are mm. Like we, we, it's a matter of women. Women are getting angry because there's a lot of protesting as well no, we against all that. this stuff that's going and, on. And and I know we're talking about serious assaults. Yeah, but it just starts from, it just starts from verbal assaults. The yeah. verbal assaults. It starts yeah. from language. Yeah, and that's how it 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 goes from language to action. Yeah. To violence, so we got to so, yeah, well, yes. It, so it's got to start from the language, yeah. how we speak, because how we speak is how we're going to see and how we're going to act. Mm. So as I said, it's a massive undertaking, and it's and it really is down to each and end of individual person, yeah, to to affect the area that they're in. If you can affect the area that you're in, then if everybody affects that area, then it. It, it becomes more unified, yeah. not so disjointed. And that's what we need to do. Let's hope so. I we mean, it's a worldwide, that. again, it's again, another it's worldwide issue. So it's, it's, not it's, just, it's not just to our location, no, but it's, no, again, no. another worldwide issue. And, and it's, yeah. there are lots of organisations. I, mm. I was working with one during the summer uh, and it's Action Against Women and Violence and that's within the home, you know, mm. and... It, it's it's something that is ongoing. It's something that that has, like you said, it's been around for a long time. But it's how do we call, and especially if if we we got pe- people in the police force, and they're the ones that we're meant to run to for help. Yet they're the ones that are doing the killing and the murdering. You know, well, so in the, the the decision process of of employing these people, what's going yeah, wrong something like, is going drastically wrong like there yeah, <laughs> right yeah. so yeah. we got to we got really and i think it's like i can only encourage the listeners and obviously yeah. this is including myself if you see it say something exactly act on it don't leave it don't leave it for someone else to say something just yeah. like that girl on the bus that happened there's people on the bus nobody said anything yeah be brave say something yeah what say, are you doing what are you doing yeah. leave her alone you know that kind talk of thing. it up because if we don't talk it up as individuals yeah we can't affect anything absolutely you know we, we'll go out there we'll protest we'll ask for change but it, it's not about that it's about everybody speaking up when yes. they see it absolutely when, if we see something please say something 
So if you can. On the flip side of that, because mm-hmm. this might be one of the reasons as to why people feel a certain way, is the scenario, the scenario that we have. And this is a scenario of a woman. She's a, it's a mother. And she says that if her daughter is not pretty with curly hair, light skin, green eyes, and has grown up and she doesn't grow up having a big booty with a slim waist, she states that she will if she has none of these things, that she will put her daughter into foster care. Okay, hear that again? A woman says that if her daughter is not pretty with curly hair, light skin, green eyes, and has grown up having, uh, not grown up having a big booty and slim waist, that she's going to put her in foster care. What are your thoughts? We will see y'all in five. the world high five George Flavors Chanel Taylor Chrissy Gal Gal you doing good Joy McKay 
Mark Philogene, Norbert from Castries, and Pele Hoxton, you made it home, glad you've made it home safely. Sonia, guest 124, guest 287, guest 609, Guest 964. You right there, John John Marjak. Anisha, Issa, Anaya, Tai Tai. And not forgetting Naturally Lily, Jawain, Jayla, and Janae. Okay, so Ken, we've come very, very close to the end of the evening. Yes, we have. So Don't should- forget Ray Chanel. Ray Chanel, I said Ray Chanel, don't worry, oh, don't sorry, don't sorry. I didn't have my headphones on, I do apologise. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have my headphones on. Okay, so we know it is National Get Funky Day. We've heard, spoken a lot on, um, you know, it being intransigent, meaning that we're not compromising, as well as the rights of women and how it's so very important to mm. teach our young men how to treat women respectfully within you know the whole within life mm-hmm. because it mm-hmm. will take you far if you know how to treat a woman mm-hmm. you should be happy mm-hmm. black history month and yes on touching on black history month as well mm-hmm. and it starts from here i'm proud to be what are you proud to be listeners because that is the subject of black history month this month as well as our scenario now the scenario is a woman I think that she's quite mixed up, to be very fair, Ken, because she's expecting her daughter to have curly hair, light skin, green eyes, you know, to grow up with a big booty and a slim waist. And if not, she, well, by the time she's grown up, isn't it? She she can't put in foster care. But her expectations, what do you think about her expectations? Well, it's interesting because let's think about it. Um, Imagery has always been part of black culture yeah always been part of black culture and the imagery that that we've always aspired to has always been positive do you think so always be yeah like when you when you think of the films and think of the imageries it's all you know it's always been for me i've always looked at black imagery as positive yeah just seeing someone on the screen yes just seeing black imagery has always been positive to me because there was a time when black imagery wasn't seen we knew yeah. it was there, but it wasn't seen. Yeah. Now it's being seen. It's been, it's, down the years, we've seen more and more and more. The issue, obviously, now is that we're in we're not in our own natural environment. Mm. We're in a we're in an environment where it's it's mixed with other cultures. So now the black imagery is not just standing by itself. Now we've got so many other imageries mixed in. Mm. And, f- and 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 that's the issue now. I don't think with this woman's case that it is. I just think that she's quite ignorant to be no, fair. No, I don't think so. I think the imagery now we see from social influencers, uh, people online, yeah, um, model modeling. Now they're using more black models, not more dark skin models. Okay, but before which is that, a good thing. which is a good thing. But the yeah. imagery wasn't always that way. So I think this 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 mother has just is just confused. I think she is she's just very confused because what she's asking her daughter to be yeah. is is basically she she wants the daughter to see the imagery through through her eyes. 
the thing is, what if through her eyes? What if her genetics don't match up? So this is what I'm trying to say. What Niambi has said here, she says, does the mother look like this? If not, it's likely her daughter will arrive with her features or the father's. So if mm. the mother, I said to her, that's very true. What if the sister was a dark sister and from the deep places of Niger, for instance? That's what I'm trying to or say. Or Chad, if you're dark. Yeah. You cannot, we cannot you expect, expect our mm. young, mm. her daughter to have light skin and green eyes. This is what I'm saying. So, yeah. the, so like I just said, mm. the imagery that this mother is seeing yeah. is not the daughter's imagery. It's not how the daughter wants to be perceived. It's how the mother, mother wants yeah. the daughter to be perceived. Yeah. So the mother needs to be educated, basically. Yeah, Natalie, Nat- Natalie, she says she hates herself. She's not capable of loving a child or anyone because she really, really hates herself. Because you can't have that expectation. And if the, the expectation is there and it doesn't manifest itself... Then you're going to put the child in foster care? Are you kidding me? No, I mean, why? no, I don't know. I don't know. As I said, I think that's just the the mum needs to be educated because you can't live your life through your children. Mm. If you want a certain imagery, what a mum needs to do is go away, get some plastic surgery. And go look like that no, if she wants to. No, how no. could you say that? She needs to go and have her head red. She needs to go and work on herself. No, I agree with what you're saying, but this is what I'm trying to say. She wants the daughter to look a certain way, mm. but but it's what she wants. Yeah. So if she wants that, if that's what she wants, she needs to go away and she can go look like that Hopefully, and leave the yeah. daughter to how she wants to be because it's not about her. It's about how the daughter feels because when the daughter leaves and grows up, yeah. How is she going to manage in society, always thinking that she needs to look a certain way to be accepted? Yeah. And that's not because how she wanted to feel or think, it's because that's what's been pushed on her. Mm. And Angela Gelgel, she says that, what am I hearing? I'm lost for words on the behaviour of the mother, if you can call her that. And that's very, very true, Angela, mm. because what mother in the right mind just wouldn't love her child for being who she is, as well as Pele, because he highlights my thoughts, she's... She, um, my thoughts she forgetting she's forgetting her beauty within and that's where it starts mm. and many of us forget about that inward that inner beauty that inward person is more important more important than that outward external mm. you know totally look of a person totally and, and also it helps me to see that um this mother's love is conditional mm. yeah it's conditional it's condition her love is conditioned conditional based on mm. how her daughter looks yeah. she's not loving her daughter for who she, she is. is she wants to love her daughter because she mm. wants her to be or be seen to look a certain way mm. and as a parent you can't have conditional love because that daughter's gonna grow up and thinking love is conditional and she'll hate herself for not being what the mother requires or ex- wants her to be well she'll bring that into relationships but then genetically yeah. it's dependent on what the mother and even if it is genetically th- th- her list of what she wants for mm. her daughter is really not realistic it's not really and then that daughter's going to go into relationships mm. having unrealistic expectations yeah. of a partner yeah. she's going to then look for a partner that looks got green eyes slim waist Big muscle, do you know yeah, what I mean? it's, yeah. it, Where does it stop? 
Where does it where does it end? Where does it end? And it's quite funny because John John Newman, he says, What the hell is a big booty first of? <laughs> and he says, You mean her parents are going to commit suicide or something? He says, Needs she needs a psychiatrist all round, if you ask me. Wrong reasoning doesn't follow unrelated facts neither. A bit silly scenario to start with. <laughs> Why ask me nonsense questions? Well, is it nonsense questions? Because that's something that a woman has actually put that's out a, there. It's a real genuine scenario. That is it's an actual scenario. Very, and, very real. and that's not the first that's not the first scenario that I've actually heard uh, regarding how a parent wants their child to look. Mm. It's mm. not this is not the first one. And it and and when you look at these children who've grown up in that kind of environment, it really does mm. make it difficult for them to really have a genuine loving relationship because everything is conditional. Yeah. Everything then becomes conditional. Yeah. And you can't you can't love a child conditionally. It's got to be unconditionally, right? Would you would you It's say got to be unconditional because you can't live your life through your children's eyes. Yeah. You cannot do that because you will destroy them. Yeah. So this scenario, I know some listeners might think, mm, well, it's an actual scenario and it is actually happening. As we're speaking now, there's a child sitting in their room mm. or sitting somewhere, most probably crying, sad, depressed, because they cannot live up to the expectations of their parents because the parents wants them to be what specific they... Specific way. Spe specific way. Yeah. And the thing is, we're just talking about it from an aesthetic point of view, but there are many other yeah, ways you. in which you. a child, I mean, mm. again, we're talking about the abuse, we spoke of abuse of women, mm. but uh, mm. we're talking at it from a point of view where a parent is, you know, they, they're not accepting from a physical way, but what about in the other ways? Because sometimes academically a child might not be doing great, mm. Mm. and then mm. the parent, again, is conditional in the fact that the parents... The, the child's not doing wow. such and such. It's so such a big you know subject. I'm not going to... The, again, it, the conditions come in. The conditions come in. And unfortunately, this scenario yeah. just shows um, the world we're living in yeah. and how imagery imagery can mm. affect a, a, a young person. And it is. There's a lot of young people there that are, hate their image. Yeah. Because everything is conditional. To mm. fit in, you've got to be conditioned. You've got to look a certain way. You've got to behave a certain way. You've got to have certain makeup. You've got to have certain clothes. And if that's what that child is facing, that peer pressure when she goes out to the home, to have that now to come when she comes into the home. Mm. Oh, wow. What, that's such a detrimental effect on that yeah. child. So, so detrimental. Beautiful people. We've got to strip it back. What are your thoughts anyway? What are your thoughts on the subjects that we've spoken of? Someone says that we ask silly questions. Is it a silly question? If it's a question, it doesn't matter. No question is, thank you. No question is a silly question. There's no, never a silly question. Because we might always touch on what something or someone might be going through. But what are your thoughts as regards to the things that we speak on? And yeah, you can always call in to the show 07895 134 713. We have actually come very close to the end of the evening and following us will be dj laro from eight till ten i'm not really forgetting all the other djs i mean mm. there's so many djs to mention but you can catch george flavors on a saturday from uh, 10 till 12 midnight as well as on a sunday from two till four and not forgetting dj nigy 
from 8 till 10 on a Saturday and a Sunday. We Please check the schedule for the live DJs playing. We Our schedule's getting filled up with lots of new DJs and lots of new shows, which is amazing. Thank you so much for your company. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you very much for all the silent listeners as well. Yes. All those in the chat box, all those who left comments Mm. regarding the questions. Keep it coming. Keep it flowing. Because we can't do this show without you guys. You guys help us make this show what it is. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Absolutely. So... Um, reading from our book, The 100 Greatest Leadership Principles of All Time, there's one here from Dexter Yager. Um, he says, in order to make a fire burn, you fan the live coals. In order to keep your organisation fired up, it's imperative that you find the motiva- find and motivate the leaders or potential leaders in your organisation, regardless of how far down the line they might be. Now, I think this is in line with when we were speaking about um, speaking to the youngsters as regards to respecting, respecting women. Yeah. And just basically the, f- the flames fan down from the top to the bottom. So if the, the, the police chief at the top that's hiring the policeman, that's a rapist and a killer. Then, then you've got to go to the top and find out the reasons why. But then people can hide who they are. Of course. Yeah, people yeah. can hide who they That's are. That's why we've got to educate ourselves. You've got to educate. Yeah, and have that, that you know, that in, intuition or have that feeling of loving yourself more than, than, than what's external. And when you, when you are in tune with yourself, then you can... <laughs> You Sorry. can kind of feel out what mm. what's going on around you. So it says in order to make a fire burn, you've got to fan the live coals. And likewise with your organisation or with a family, we have to allow our youngsters, our young girls to respect themselves and not to be disrespected. And our young boys to respect themselves mm. in order to have, if they respect their mothers, they respect their sisters, they respect other women. Mm. And it's teaching them these things. Mm. What would you say to that, Ken? It start, uh, simply, it starts from the top. Yeah. So as parents, it starts from us, from aunties, uncles, um, grandparents. It starts from us. If, mm. it's, if it starts from us and it will cascade down, then they will get the gist of what we're trying to teach them and then they will go outside the home and hopefully carry that on. But if they're mm. not getting that, you can't expect outside agencies... As we can see, outside professionals, because mm. people hide what they are. So yeah. please think about think about it seriously. Yeah. So just final comments here. Richard says that he wouldn't entertain the the woman that thought those thoughts as regards to her daughter, and like um, Ari Morum says that she's talking about herself when it comes to. Like you said there, go and get the plastic surgery. <laughs> go and get the plastic surgery because your your expectations are much too broad And you're going to damage the child. Damage the child. Damage so, the child. Beautiful people, we have come to the end of the show. We do hope you've enjoyed the show we, we've um, played for you tonight. And thank you, KJB, for coming in and it, keeping the seat warm for Naturally Lily. It's been an absolute pleasure. And um, I'm sure 
in the near future, I'll keep it warm again. Oh, lovely, lovely. And just a pleasure to do that. Again, a big thank you to all you listeners out there. And I guess all that we have left to say is we will see y'all on on the other side. Take Take care. Good night. Sleep tight. about that pine Lay it on me so heavy like the baseline Keep me so cool like the winter No shame Serve it up, need your dinner, babe Like a nice breeze through them summer trees Get a quick trip in overseas Fresh your heart fired up like a diamond, babe You're my star, I go blind cause you shine crazy Ooh. Every time you lean in, babe Forget your home Be a crime, no lie. Take me up high, babe.